Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Today, welcome to Be With Me, Seven Minutes of Biblical Wonder. This is the 187th episode, and we're in Matthew chapter 18, and we're going to zero in on Matthew chapter 18, verse 17. And we, the title of this, I lied yesterday. Uh, I said it was a DEFCON 4, but really this today is going to be DEFCON 4. So what happens in church discipline when you go to DEFCON 4, which is gaining a brother? The goal is to gain a brother by losing him. So DEFCON 1 is a person in the body of Christ sins against another one. That person goes to that person secretly and individually, makes them aware of their sin, and hopefully they repent and everything's great and you don't ever have to go past DEFCON 1. DEFCON 2 is they don't listen, they don't. They stop listening, they refuse to listen, and you take something that's private and you make it into a small group, which is you take two or three others, you uh, leverage the porosity of sin, porousness of sin, because sin has porous borders, and others see this, and others can weigh in and give evidence uh, and support the charges that you were at with DEFCON 1. So again, an opportunity. We want to gain this brother. We want to bring him back. So then DEFCON 3 is he refuses to listen again. He continues to make choices. And now you bring in the authority of the church, the, the shepherds of the church, and they bring to bear the wonderful, God-given, uh, spiritually charged power that the church has. It allows the church to then speak with one voice, which now is a chorus. It's like a whole group of people led by a choir director, a pastor. And the person is still enjoying, the sinner person is still enjoying the benefits of being in the church. So then we go to DEFCON 4. This is Matthew chapter 18, verse 17. If he refuses to listen, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, so now he's refused to refused to listen to the pastor and the however the church decides to do this uh, from a formal authoritative standpoint, he refuses still. Then it goes to the body and says, Okay, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. So let's think about this, is this is when the person loses their rights and privileges. So DEFCON 1, 2, and 3, he was still in the church. He still was family. He still had access. He still was a care uh, priority. And then what we're saying here now is that if he refuses, and basically he's saying, I'm not part of the church, said, all right, well, let's treat him as if he's not part of the church. That is a Gentile and a tax collector. So what's the difference between sinners inside the church and outside? Let's just think about this with me for a minute. We have sinners that are inside the wall, outside the walls of the church. So they're not, uh, they're not Christians, let's say. They're, they're basically saying, I'm a sinner and I'm, I'm fine. If you go to a church, though, and open the doors and step one foot inside the quote-unquote walls of the church, who cares about the building of the church? I'm just saying being a member of this body, here's what it means to be a member of this body. 
I got news for you. The church is full of sinners. Inside the walls of the church are a bunch of sinners. But here's the difference, is they are saying that their sin is not okay. I was, uh, I've seen signs uh, around churches, and one of the things sometimes churches say is that all are welcome here. And, and that's true in the sense that, you know, we want people into our church, and we want people to humbly say, hey, my sin is not okay. The difference between people inside the church and people outside the church, it's not that there's sinners inside and or vice versa or whatever. There's sinners in both places. That's a that's a given. The point is that the sinners inside the church are saying, Hey, my sin is not okay. I need some help. I need the Holy Spirit to help me, help me walk, help me be accountable, help me not be deceived by my by my sin. So the person inside the in this story, continues to say, no, I'm not going to listen. I don't have a sin problem. And he's acting like a person outside the church. So let's let's make that happen. So what happens when you leave the church? Uh, you could say in this passage that he was kicked out of the church. Well, we're just making the reality of him, his actions, which is, acting like a sinner who's outside the church, saying, I don't have a sin problem, I'm not going to change, I don't want the Holy Spirit to, to work on my life. So what does he lose access to? He loses access to the body. He loses access to this incredible organization that the Lord has made, where it's gifted, worship, the financial power, the power of prayer, the power of teaching, the power of encouragement, the power of family, and the power of the Holy Spirit helping you with your your sin. And they're taking this person and physically removing him from the walls of the sin because he's already removed himself from the walls of the church, if you will. And not really kicking him out of the church, he kicked himself out of the church. And I think this whole picture uh, points to the value of church uh, membership. So let's say... Here's the question I have for you today is, if you were kicked out of your church, if you lost fellowship with your church, would it be a loss to you? I mean, I hope it would be like cutting off your arm. You, you say, well, you mean I don't have his body? I don't have the giftedness of these other people? I don't have the gift of my pastoral leadership and authority and an encouragement and the financial power that the church, you, you mean I'm going to lose all that? I don't want to lose all that. So I think this, this church discipline that this passage talks about is really an advertisement for the value of church membership. So obviously we don't want to be this person, this this person who's now being treated as if they are outside the church or the reality of the church authorities have now recognized that he is treating himself like a person outside the, the sin, outside the church, excuse me. So don't forget though, that this person is still trying to be gained. So ironically, DEFCON 4 is a process where you're continuing to try to gain a brother by losing him. So showing him, see what you're going to lose if you leave the church? So hopefully we'll never be in this position of gaining a brother by losing him. I bless you, my brothers and sisters.